0: Hi, everyone. It's Professor Clark. And today's topic is the last topic of Chapter One of Fuji, and it's forming the imperative. And this is one of those things that when I learned it, it seemed really straightforward to me, and I never really had any trouble with it. Uh, and then when I encountered it in textbooks, it seemed really confusing. So as we go through this, it might seem kind of confusing to you, and we have these kind of branching logic chains that you have to follow to figure out the right way to form the imperative, and somehow they make really heavy weather out of something that's pretty straightforward, at least when you're actually using it and you're learning it just by hearing people use it around you. So the thing to keep in mind with the imperative is that there are really just a few verbs that are commonly used in the imperative. and so. If you're finding these instructions on how to use it kind of confusing, don't fear, just memorize some key verbs that are commonly used in the imperative, and that will get you 90% of the way there. It really will. So what is the imperative? The imperative is the command form of the verb, like do this, do that. And we don't use it a lot in English a lot of the time. It's not actually very polite in English. But in Russian, it's a perfectly polite uh, form of the verb to use and is used very commonly. Uh, So you can have some awkward um, cultural misunderstandings between Russian and English this way. I remember touring a church in St. Petersburg and our tour guide kept saying to us in English, pay attention, pay attention to this, pay attention to that. Well, in Russian, оброшайте внимание is a perfectly polite thing to say. In English, pay attention is fairly rude. So if you feel kind of weird about using the imperative, remember that it is a polite form in Russian. Russian has other less polite ways to indicate the imperative. But this form that we're learning now is perfectly polite. If you ever have any doubts, you can always just throw in пожалуйста, and it will be super polite. The Russian Imperative has two forms. It has a t- form and a v- form. And again, if you're, you know, stressing about how polite you're being, you can always use the v form if you have any doubts. So, finding the imperative. Brace yourselves, this looks scarier than it is. In order to form the imperative, you have to start by finding the verb stem. And already this sounds scary, but we already know how to find the verb stem, even if we don't know that. Uh, so if you put the verb, any verb, in the ani form, it will show you the stem. So let's do this with some verbs. We have znats, it's going to be any znajut, tansevait, ani tansujut, показать, ani pakajut, окончить, ani akonchit, prigatovit, ani prigatovit. So that is our step one. We put the verb in the ani form and then our second step is to remove the ending and both the personal ending and the vowel that's the conjugation marker so if we do that znayut becomes zna tansuyut becomes tansu pakajut becomes pakash akunchit becomes akunch pregatoviet becomes pregatov. Once we do that, we will see that our verbs have split into two familiar classes: vowel stem verbs and consonantal stem verbs. Let's start with vowel stem verbs because they're almost always easier. If the stem ends in a vowel, and that vowel can be a, it can be u, it can be ya. The rule is the same whether it's a, u, or ya or ya. In any case, we're going to add ikratkaya, to the vowel for the 3 form of the imperative and ikratkaya ta ye to the vowel for the v form so let's look at some examples zna from znat becomes znai znaitya tansu from tansvat becomes tansui tansuitya you can also use it with vowel stem verbs that have a stem ending in year like baliat, to be sick. You could say balie, baliete, like keep on being sick, man. Or um, ya, as in guliat, to go for a walk. Uh, gulyai Things get a little tricky if we have a reflexive verb. If we have a reflexive verb, the reflexive ending will be s-ya after ikratkaya and s after te Remember we add sya to consonants and samjakisnak to vowels. So zanimatsa is going to become zanimaisya zanimitus. Vazvrashatsa to return imperfective is going to become vasvrasia vasvrash. And then there are a couple of important things to note. Uh, first of all, ava verbs, remember like davat, vstavat, uznavat, and so on and so forth, regain that va in the imperative. So davat becomes davai davaitya, vstavat becomes vstavai vstavajtya, pripa becomes pripa davai, pripa And then the other thing to watch out for are these dat type verbs. And they are going to have an imperative with die. So dot becomes dai daitia. Piridat to pass on becomes piridai piridaia. And those are used pretty commonly in the imperative. So you really want to be sure that you memorize the forms davai davaitia, dai daitia, and piridai piridya. Those are important. So that was vowel stem verbs. Vowel stem verbs are the most common and the simplest type of verbs to deal with. So many, many, many verbs are going to have that kind of imperative, like znai, chitai, zdialai, izuchai, poluchai, and so on and so forth. So that's very easy. So if you have any doubts, you can always just do that, and you're more likely than not to be correct. However, there are also some very important consonantal stem verbs that are commonly used in the imperative, and you definitely need to know them. So what do we do if we have a consonantal stem? If the stem ends in a consonant cluster, we're going to add e, not ikratkoya, but full on e, in the three form and itia in the V form to the stem, and it can be either stressed or unstressed. So let's look at some examples. Zakoncić to finish becomes zakonci zakoncita finish. finish. Akunchit, to graduate, becomes akunchi akunchitya, graduate. Nachat, which becomes nachnut in the agni form, becomes nachni начni, nachnitya, start. Smatriat which becomes smotriyat in the uh, ani form, becomes smatri smatritya. So note what scary little thing happened there. It's anis motrit, but smatris matritia, the stress shifted back to the stress of the infinitive and the ya form. So if the stress is on the ending in the infinitive and the ya form, that's where the stress is going to be for the imperative as well. So something to keep in mind with these shifting stress verbs. And we need to know that because if the stem ends in just a single consonant, and the ending is stressed in the ya form, we are also going to add a stressed e or itya. So ya pakaju, I show, becomes pakaji, pakajitya. Ya napishu becomes napishi, napishitya. Sprashu sprosiet, becomes spresi, sprasitia. Notice that we take the stem, we take the consonant for the stem from the ani form, spresit, but we take the stress. From the ya form, sprashu, sprasitia. The same with paprashu, paprosit becomes paprasi, paprasitia. So that is a little bit tricky. And these are all commonly used verbs in the imperative. So pakaji, napishi, sprasi, paprasi. You want to know all of those. Those are important to know for the imperative. If you have a reflexive verb, both forms are going to end in a vowel, so we're going to add some to form the reflexive. Uchis, uchitias. And then finally, we have this very small but important group of verbs that are continental stems and they have the stress on the stem in the ya form. And for those, and this is going to look kind of weird and sound kind of weird, you're going to add mjachkiznak for the the form and for mjachkiznak for the any form, so it's actually going to end in a consonant. So, prigatovit to prepare or to cook. In the ya ja form, the stress is still on the stem. Ya prigatovlio. We're going to take the stem from the ani form, ani prigatovit, and the imperative is going to become prigatov, ending in a miachiznak or prigatovtia, and we're going to write v miachiznak te ya. Yeah. The same with zabuit to forget. Zabudu, zabudut is going to become Zabut zabutya. And we're going to write de, miachkiznak, te, yeah. The same with advietit, to answer. Advietu, the stress is on the stem, advietit. We take the stem from the ani form, so it's going to end in te, not ch, like in the ya form. And we're going to have adviet, adviettia. And if that's not a tongue twister, I don't know what it is. And we're going to write te te yeah. And again, there's not a huge number of verbs in this group, but there's a handful, about half a dozen of very important ones, which are often used in the imperative. So memorize those particular forms. There are a couple of reflexive verbs that are important to know in this form. And they are going to take s ya yeah, in the te-form and s in the v-form. So poznakomitsa to get acquainted is going to become poznakomtsya and we're going to write m myakhiznak s ya or poznakomtsyas and we're going to write m myakhiznak t ya s myakhiznak podgotovitsa to prepare or to study for podgotovsya and we're going to write v myakhiznak s ya or podgotovtias and we're going to write V ta yes Miachisnak. And again, that's not a huge group, but it's an important group. And I really recommend memorizing, for example, these five verbs on this slide and any other verbs that are in the example from the chapter. And those verbs will get you really far with this group. So that's it for the imperative. If it seems a little scary, don't worry. Um, the rules make it look complicated. But almost all verbs are going to be in the znai, chitai, izuchai form. And then there's going to be a few that you can just memorize that are like spresi, papresi, smatri, or prigatov and zabudz, or adviets. And so just try and memorize those, and you will be well on your way to using the imperative correctly.